Mike. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? It's YKS. Mike is over there. JF hey. is over here. Hey, hey, hey. You didn't play a voicemail, you dumb son of a bitch. Well, I wanted to get into the show. <laughs> I wanted to get into my thing where I said, you're over there and I'm over here. That was my number one thing to get into today. But yeah, I guess we'll... <sighs> no, the voicemails are not any good anyway. That's one guy who's calling from the jail. Yeah. It's his last it's his last it's his last call, one phone call, last call, phone call that they have you take. And that's actually the Make. best one we got. He's 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 on death yeah. row. It's his last thing he gets to do. He said you can get a last <laughs> meal or you can get a last phone call. And he's like, I guess I'll take a phone call. I'll call my I'll call my friends Mike and JF, I guess. Yeah. Hey, and, Mike and JF. This is uh Robert Davidson from San Quentin Prison. And I just wanted to say on episode well, one twelve, you guys were talking about lost again, and Mike was like, "What's in the hatch? What's in the hatch?" And it's like, Mike already answered what's in the hatch. Yeah, on episode eighty six, dear uh, heaven, when he, when you guys talked about that, long, did the long lost riff. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Hate the show. Bye. All right, throw the switch. I'm ready to meet God. <laughs> Here's a fucking voicemail. Hey, Mike and JF. I was uh, on a road trip recently. Saw you guys. Found the middle of nowhere, New Mexico. I'm talking like wanted to pull over on a dirt road and, and find, you know, Walter White's buried money, buried dead bodies. Anyway, interesting thing happened. I pulled over to get some gas, and this older gentleman rolls up in his vehicle and says, Hey, man, can you piss in this cup for me? And, you know, I had to hit the road, so I politely declined. And he was like, well, in that case, then, well, you just, you want to smoke a few bowls? And um, it was beautiful to me. It was as pure as it gets. Random stranger in the middle of COVID, just get blasted out in the middle of nowhere and hit the road. It was great. So anyway... Immediately thought of you guys. I wondered, has this ever happened to you? And if not, what is the weirdest thing a stranger has ever said to you guys? Thanks, guys. Love the show. Well, mm, this is a voicemail you picked. This guy's this drug addict's deranged retelling of his. I know. Uh, uh spaced out trip. The the reason I played it is because I want to let him know that it's not too late to turn his life around. Okay. Yeah. You. There's more to life than uh, drugs and have. Uh, don't waste your. <clears throat> don't waste your life. Hey, listen. Don't waste your life. <laughs> your life is out there waiting for you to live it, my man. You're sitting here on the couch smoking another dube. Um, I've never been asked to piss on anything by any strangers. I don't. I don't think. I'm in control of my pissing almost all of the time. And I do, I do it when I want, where I want. Um, have you ever been accosted by a stranger in that fashion? No, I've never been uh, asked for my piss. I think maybe, I think, you know why, you know why I think it is? Because I think people, I think I give off the vibe that my piss sucks. Yeah. Nobody wants my piss. And maybe that's on me. Maybe that's on me. Yeah. When we first met, I was talking earlier to my wife about how we met you and I 
And this part didn't come up, but I did, I did reflect on the time where we met. And I said to myself, I was like, okay, I see him. I can, I'm sizing this guy up. He's, you know, he's a funny guy, obviously very handsome. I mean, charismatic, uh, so, so funny. Um, so personable, kind, uh, really kind hearted, unselfish guy. But, you know, you couldn't pay me to take his piss. Like, I don't, I don't want, (laughs) I don't want to go anywhere near this guy's pee pee you know it's, it's worthless <laughs> to me um so i don't know and not, not a lot has changed since i i think everybody has had anyone who's like lived in a city of any size or has visited one even has probably been approached by a stranger wanting something you know um yeah but yeah. i guess the most the, the most notable ones to me are generally like marketing people you know, if you're ever out, if you're like on a street, people are like marketing to you. And I think that's probably as weird as my interactions with strangers get. Oh, actually. You think about, you're talking about like Las Vegas and stuff where you get like pamphlets for uh, pro- prostitute sex workers? Vegas Vegas definitely has it for sure. Is that, is that the one left a bad taste in your mouth? That's, you have just Vegas desires? Is that what's going on? I have a lot of Vegas desires still. I'm I'm thinking specifically of when we were in Nashville one time and they were like, they were doing some kind of cigarettes marketing to people out there. And they were like, what was it? They were like, take a free pack of cigarettes. Oh, and yeah. then like, what, what is that even about? I don't know what, what was that about. We were just in the bar trying to have a good time. I don't know what that you know, was. You keep trying you, to listen to uh, the Oak Ridge Boys of Vira. <laughs> and here comes the cigarette salesman. <laughs> We were trying to perfect the line dance to Elvira and we were in a bar. You can't even smoke in the bar and they walk right in and they just start winging cigarette packs at you. Like you're in the the baseball stadium. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Something weird. And they were like, Hey, what do you, you know, you want some smokes or something? And we did. Uh, Of course. And we ate them immediately. These are so good. Yeah. Can I have seconds? You got any more back there for me? These are the new cigarettes that you can eat. These are from um, Marlboro. <laughs> um, what would be your smokers? What would, what would be your brand of choice? If you were to dip into smoking, what would be your brand of choice? I mean, is there one that catches your eye? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. There's so many cigarettes out there. And there's how do you even choose which one to start smoking? They all look so great and sound so great and smell so great. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm a, I would say I, I would, I would do a Virginia Slim. You do a very long, (laughs) thin cigarette. What is there? What is there? (laughs) You've come a long way, baby. Isn't that the slogan for Virginia Slim? I'm pretty sure it is. Virginia Slim slogan. Let's see what it is. You've come a long way, baby. And it switched in the 1990s to it's a woman thing. smoke it's a woman thing <laughs> that's so good um i i do feel like a woman yeah i'm smoking, I'm smoking on this little cigarette i do feel like a damn woman <laughs> um i think i would i if if i ever went down this path the first thing i would do before anything else is i would get one of the massive r2d2 rigs <laughs> the huge are you talking about vape the yes. huge vape rigs yes yeah if i was ever to get nicotine in my system it would be that um it would be like a big yeah. skeleton key i puffed on 
um, while I was driving my Acura down the street. That would be the number one thing that I did. But if if you put a gun in my head and said, pick a cigarette, I would say, I will take the one that we get the coupons for at the YKS PU box, which is cool brand menthol cigarettes. <laughs> which I didn't even know. There still was cool brand cigarettes. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I'm admittedly behind on my cigarette uh, lore here, but I thought... <laughs> I didn't know that that was still around. SigTac has taken leaps and bounds since the last time you were in the marketplace, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Um, but no, I did actually have, I did have an interaction in the store somewhat recently that was strange um, as far as a, a person talking to me. Um, yeah. It was a, and sorry, my eyes just flipped over to Twitter and I caught the trending topic. Uh, some gamers are speculating that a Peter Griffin skin may arrive on Fortnite, so... I'm gonna have to go ahead and cop that update. PM. Yeah, well, you want to pause and maybe we'll yeah. load it up and check, and then we'll come back. Here. <laughs> let's go. Let's go get some chicken dinners, and I'll be back. Um, so uh, I was in the I was in the store over there, and I was looking around for my items that I love to buy. Yeah. Yeah. You know me, you know me. When you're in the store, you're looking for the items. That's what JF is number one priority is. Yup. Everything else goes to the wayside, folks. I'm not worried about what else is going on. It's me and the items. And God help you if you're in my yeah, way. Where are your where are your items? <laughs> Excuse me, where are your items located? <laughs> Talking to the guy who's bagging groceries for someone else, he's like, Look, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. I just you know, this is my first day actually. You might do we have items? This guy wants items. <laughs> do a calling over the intercom. <laughs> Um, ah, that's fun. We so I I'm going down this aisle, and it's one of those situations where I'm in the aisle, and there's another person in the aisle with me, and I'm thinking, oh god, are they gonna talk to me because I'm famous? Yeah, because you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, please don't recognize me, dude. I, you know, look, I'm did so. I, did I? Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you? Are you the host of the Gawking stream? <laughs> Were you on a Doughboys episode a few years ago now? Yeah, yeah. Maybe in 2019? Yeah, I, I really love the Doughboys. I've noticed lately they mainly have people who have created television shows on, but it seemed like at one point when they needed <laughs> they needed some really <laughs> shitty guests, I think you went when on they there. Needed to f when they needed to fill out the month, <laughs> I noticed that y they called you guys. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it was it was cool how it seemed it seemed like you lived in the area, but actually it actually took you all day to drive. You drove all day to get on that show to go there. Is that are you that guy? Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> um, but I uh, but it was a yeah. So there's a lady and she's pushing the card in a way that made me think that she wanted to talk to me. And of course she did. Um, and yeah. she was like, I swear to I don't remember what her opener was. But it was something like, do you shop here often? And I was like, I don't know what this is. No, dude. Are you kidding me? I was bro? like, you I just got hit on. I was did like, you I get hit on? No, I did not get hit on. I got offered a store credit card. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. you can well. you can save three cents a gallon uh, if you sign up for the, uh, the <laughs> Koger so reward. You know. my, my wheel's spinning immediately, and she's like, do you shop here often? And I'm like, this is it. Yeah. This is how it happens. I'm... Oh, baby. I basically started unbuttoning my pants right away, and I said, this... <laughs>
Finally, this has happened. I'm 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 yeah. pinning the letter to Hustler magazine as I'm processing the information. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she wanted to sell me a credit card, and I was like, no. I was like, you know what? Thank you, but I'm just you know not today. And I'm doing this behind my fucking mask too. Like I'm not signing up for a credit card with my mask yeah. on. Yeah. You know. I I know I know everybody's got to eat. So even people who sell credit cards at the grocery store got to get their referral bonuses or whatever. I'm just like. I'm here to get, I'm here to get supplies. I'm going to fucking supply run. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like leisurely signing up. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I will. Yeah, why don't you hand me the pin that hmm. you've had in your hand all day and I'll. <laughs> well, I did have, I did have to get home, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll stand around here in an aisle with you for. <laughs> it's fucking. For 45 minutes. It's Jack and the fucking magic beans. That's exactly what it is. I come home and my wife is like, oh, did you get the tomato sauce and the bananas and the beans? And I'm like, uh, no, I got a, I <laughs> Babe, could... <laughs> I got something even better. How would you like a $500 line of credit that we can. <laughs> um, but, oh, so good. but I said, no, thank you. And then later on, I was, I was riding around again, riding. You don't ride the cart. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. What I was, do you do now? I don't know. I don't know what you do now. I was pushing the cart from behind. I was pushing the cart from behind. And I was looking at I was looking at some flowers over there. This was pre Valentine's Day. I was looking at some flowers. Yeah, yeah. And the lady comes up to me and sees me again, and I guess recognizes a friendly face because I didn't tell her to fuck off and eat my shit like I guess a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, "Oh, look at that! They got them. Uh, they got the flowers right there in the box for you. Isn't that convenient?" I was like, "I was like, you know what? It is convenient. It is actually." And so yeah. I put one in my cart. She helped me. Maybe maybe that's what her role is. Honestly. She's a rogue mole in there. Yeah. To be like, she's, you think she's supposed to set you up with a credit card, but she's actually supposed to set you up with flowers. That's what it is. Or just basically anything you're looking at that's like 20 bucks, like going by the <laughs> the boar's head. And she's like, you know, I heard boar's head is really, really good. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and it's not made out of boar's head, like you would think <laughs> from the name of it. It's actually made up of all different parts, like the hind part. In the some of the belly parts, actually, stuff. a lot of the parts that are worse than the head, actually, <laughs> to eat. Um, that was my that was I don't know that was my stranger interact. I don't talk to strangers otherwise. Cause I'm afraid they will uh, kidnap me. I don't know. What yeah. do you do? You you have strangers? Do you have strangers? You have people talk. People love you. People come. People must come up to you all the time. The biggest strongest men come up to you crying and they say, yeah. Mike, Mike, Mike. You know, we love our country. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, 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 we love our country. I'm just I'm just like checking the mail. I don't know what the fuck these guys are talking about. That's true. Your stranger interactions are from the people who live next door to you. That's the extent of yeah. your bizarre. I mean, the only problem I've had lately is the guy, not the psycho guy next to me, because mm. I've sort of feel bad for that guy. I think he's, you know, yeah, it's whatever with that guy. Right. He's doing what he can. There's a lot going on there. I think... The the couple on the other side just argue all the time. Yeah, and the cops showed up you know, like yesterday twice and stuff. And you know, I'm just some guy sitting there. I don't know. You're just some guy sitting there spying on his neighbors. Yeah, you know, and uh, I mean, I mean, they just argue a lot. Yeah, and I mean, the guy the guy drove through my backyard to get out of my mm -hmm. and into my drive to get, you know because we live right. So he drove through my backyard down my driveway and out to the street. Yeah. It's totally rude. I mean, and it's snowing, so I know you did it. I can see the tracks, bud. 
they're right there. It's obvious. I mean, it doesn't take a freaking rocket scientist to trace those back to the point of origin, although you did get out the little magnifying yeah, and glass. I did, and I did call a rocket scientist to, to try and help me do it, and they they turned me down basically immediately. <laughs> and they, so you got to imagine they're getting a lot of phone calls <laughs> all of the time for like people doing yeah. puzzles and stuff. <laughs> this doesn't this this is the this doesn't take us. To, <laughs> <you know. laughs> um that's too bad. I I have an update on an old Kickstarter mic. Oh, and we've got a song for this. Do I have the button ready? Yeah, I do. Mike, we got an update on old Kickstarter here. This is the smart Android case. Our friend Mitch Rake sent this one in. Um, for, this was back from episode seven. Uh, Mitch wrote that um, he was looking for where we talked about the Squeeze Louise and decided just to uh, go back and listen to all of the episodes from the beginning, which is a total nightmare. And I wish him the best of luck. Uh, prayers up for Mitch R uh, for going back and doing that. But the smart Android case we talked about episode seven, approximately 10 million years ago. Um, I don't even think we had documents. I don't think we had sheets for when we talked uh, about shit. There. I don't even think. Yeah, I don't even think there were documents. Yeah, that's or probably. Sheets. We yeah, were probably sleeping on the bare mattress. Why don't you go, and Mike? Can I seriously say something? In all honesty, yeah. <laughs> yes. What can, can you do? You think you can go find the um, stone tablet that we had the notes on <laughs> for this episode? Seriously? Yeah, it was probably on a friggin' stone tablet. Yeah, probably was. I mean, probably we're fucking was. serious. <laughs> Look it up. Um, this was uh this was a thing, if you'll recall, and I didn't. This was a case that you could put on your iPhone, right? And the back of yeah. it and it adds a, a six inch display, two hundred and fifty six gig storage, two SIM slots, basically trying to upgrade your phone with a second screen. Which is a problem, well, not a problem, which is something that they have since solved. So the truth is, is that maybe they were not that far off in, in the sense of like, um, wow, I guess people do want two screens on their phones. Now, I think it's an open question as to whether they want two screens that do not interact with each other in any way running separate operating systems um, and the screens like don't touch each other. Yeah, might as well get a Nintendo DS, okay? Just get a Nintendo DS and make calls from that. Why not? Why are I, you doing that? I, the reason, I think the reason, honestly, people did not do that is because there's so many different kinds of Nintendo DS that they couldn't figure out. I mean, that's yeah. what I really think. I mean, have you looked at how many there are? Which one of these makes calls? You're the same guy in the grocery store. <laughs> She's pushing around the cart again. Just a total idiot. Just a total <laughs> idiot. Do we have items? Yeah. Does this Nintendo DS make phone calls? A moron. Are you okay? Just a total moron that uh, we invented. And now we hate him. And we hate his fucking gut so bad. <laughs> the um, You could also get one of these, the smart cases with the phone on the back that actually did have cellular connectivity as well. So you could actually get one that made its own fucking calls. And now you're just totally in the weeds, I think, at this point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're just... I mean, hat on a hat, you know. You just made a phone. You just made a phone, and you can't figure out what to do with it. So you're slapping it on my better phone. Um, and I just don't. And there's a version of this that had, like, laser tag on here. So I don't know what the fuck this was, but a lot of people did because it made $659,000 on Kickstarter. Um, and it actually had a lot wow. of updates. 
Um, if I had $659,000, mm-hmm. I swear to God, bro. Yeah. I would I would uh get rid of my uh 42-inch TV and I would get a 55-inch TV. I swear to God. That's actually a legit upgrade. That's actually like a really big. <laughs> it's like a huge upgrade. Um think big. Yeah, this is um I mean, holy shit. And this was for the 6 all the way through the XS Max. Um which covers, that's a wide range of phones that they had to, because all of them are like one millimeter different in every direction, because that's how Apple fucking does it. Um, and uh, they actually had an update. The most recent update, number 51, was from July of 2019. And they were basically saying, hey, we're, you know, look, we're making the molds of it. Um, we're, look at all these little, look at all these little fucking metal pieces there they've got here. Uh, here's Is it 2019? Is that what you said? 2019, yeah. And that was, you know, that was before now. Oh, yeah, it was definitely before now. Wait, when is now? (laughs) That's the guy from before. Let's get him. (laughs) So there's about 3,350 comments on here um, invoking their rights under the Kickstarter terms of service. Um, You guys are crooks. Um... Take some responsibility for the people you allow on here, Kickstarter. Um, wow, I mean, there's a lot of these. Oh, my God. You guys are thieves. You guys are, I mean, dishonest. You guys are pig fuckers. You guys are yeah, scumbags. You guys. Try to read some of the comments on the page um, instead of just riffing. <laughs> Here's one from a guy who says, they stole $659,301 from people worldwide. We need to hunt those motherfuckers, which I think maybe is... <laughs> Now, look, you need to relax, bro. I'll be the first one to tell you that I think they probably over promised and under delivered. But I don't know if it requires yeah. a hunting party, maybe, you know, right off the $200 from. Don't uh, hunt them. Let co- them let them come to you. <laughs> Set a trap. Set a trap for them and then poison them. <laughs> OK, well, I don't, you know, look, I don't, I don't think I can do that. Um, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people invoking their rights. So this thing didn't happen. So, and that's too bad because I think a lot of people would like whatever this was, uh, whatever this was supposed to be. I don't know. Whatever this was, but why the YKS boys swooped in and, uh, filled this, uh, bastard. Yeah. This foul beast. When was that? In 2017 or something? Yeah. must've been, huh? Oh well, another one bites the dust. Kiss my ass, smart uh, i iPhone e y e phone Android case. You're done. Yeah, obnoxious name too. So that sucks. Sorry. <laughs> maybe that was part of your problem. Bring us on sooner. Bring us on board sooner. Or maybe you won't have these problems. Um, another update, Mike. Real quick, the banana loca is a huge hit. Oh yeah. Oh, the banana loca is a huge hit in the Ferrar household. Do the kiddos like it? They love it they so love much. It. I've done. Nice. I don't know how many is bananas it? I've done at this point. It's paid for itself. Um, oh, that's so good to hear. <laughs> I mean, is it uh, is it messy? Is it a mess to use or, or what? Because that's what we were all wondering, you know? It is a blight upon the world to have to clean this fucking thing. It's a total nightmare <laughs> in every way. It has not been properly cleaned since the first use of the fucking... Yeah. And I've scrubbed it. it get, they give you the bottle brush that you got to go... <laughs> through all the little holes and yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, 
One thing I didn't know about the banana loca that's a fun little uh, fun thing for the kids is, you know, when you... So you insert the corer and then you pull it back out and then you release and then the, the core of the banana falls out. It's a little wormy banana center. Um, mm. And that's kind of fun to... If you're, if you're a dad, you kind of pick that one up and you kind of go, Ugh, you, want, you dare me to eat it? Ugh, you know. Like a banana spaghetti. Right. And the kids are like, oh, you're going to eat that? And it's like, you ate that every time you had a banana yeah. the normal way. So That's first just of all, another part of the banana, so don't judge. You don't know what you're talking about. The tone in your voice is very disrespectful, actually. Go to a your lesson, room. A lesson in, you know, judging a book by its cover. Right. Right. Or in this case, what's so, inside of it, actually. And now you get no dessert, and Dad has them all. So you should have you should have been more tolerant. Now go to bed. I'll be sitting in the bathtub with a big spoon <laughs> in the Nutella jar. And uh, six bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's not, uh, it's still very stupid. It's impossible to clean. Um, we use it again tonight. My wife said, I'm not cleaning this for any reason. I will not be cleaning this at all. Um, <laughs> and I said, okay, so now it's going to sit there. And I think the Nutella will probably harden uh, to a, a, a concrete uh, like substance. Yeah. And then hopefully I can throw it away and be done with it. But the kids have eaten a lot of bananas since then. So I guess that's the whole fucking, I guess that's the point of this. I don't know what the point of the thing is other than to make me give them 20 bucks. So that's it. That's the point. And you did it. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. And the world keeps on spinning. <laughs> um, well, speaking of giving somebody 20 bucks, Mike, it's time to take a quick break. We'll be back with more YKS right after this. My today's episode of YKS brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey, the other meal kit guys are eating HelloFresh's dust. Meanwhile, I'm eating some delicious uh, dinners with pre-portioned <laughs> ingredients with uh, with e- economical yeah. packaging. Yeah. I mean, it, are you kidding me? It's so much better than dust. It's crazy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, JF, and I'm eating, uh, I'm cutting down on grocery bills by saving up to 40% instead of shopping at uh, my local store. Well, look, I do love the store. We've talked about this. The store is one of my favorite places to be other than home snuggled up under the covers with my feet sticking out and the cap on my head. And then I'm blowing the little tassel of the cap up and down with my breath as I snore. But you got to admit, it's pretty convenient to have these pre-portioned ingredients show up. So I'm not overbuying and not burdening our, our wonderful planet, which we love to live on as well as my wallet, which is a part of the planet as well. Yeah. I love the planet so much, JF. It's my favorite place to live. I've ever lived in my entire life. Did you know that? I've lived uh, all over, but it's my one of my favorites of all time. The planet is number one for Mike. That's so cool. And plus, eating healthier has never been easier with low-cal, low-carb-smart, uh, okay, vegetarian and pescatarian options every week. Mike, do you know what pescatarian means? I do. It means it's a, someone who has a diet of only fish or uh, a vegetarian diet, but only fish, JF. Oh my Did god! You know I thought it was somebody who loved to watch Goodfellas. Was he in that movie? HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need. With was Joe Pesci in Goodfellas? I've not seen it. Yeah, I was. You should. You should have seen Goodfellas by now. This, well, at I'm, this point in your life, you I'm not going to watch. I was doing other stuff. Look, no matter what you choose, whether it's watching Goodfellas or not watching it, every single recipe is packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers. I said one word wrong on purpose and then said the next word wrong on accident. 
And that's just the kind of crazy stuff you're going to get with the YKS HelloFresh ad read. Okay. We've done HelloFresh. They sent us a box of uh, meals. I kept two for myself and gave you one because it's not like I'm going to split one. I'm not going to split it down the middle. That would be you insane. Could have, you could have made one of the meals and split split a given two portions and maybe given me You want me portion. to make the meal for you. Well, or, as or easy... I could have made the meal and brought it to you, I guess. But... Look, Mike, don't get me wrong. I love cooking with HelloFresh, but you think I'm making you dinner now? That's not the relationship <laughs> that we have. I'm not making... You're on your own for dinner. I had the two meals. You had the one meal. <laughs> I mean, this stuff was so good. I wish they had sent me uh, nine meals. That's a multiple of three, and I don't know. Maybe they will someday if they hear the ad. Um, I like it because I do like sitting down and saying, hmm, what am I going to eat today? And then you look in the fridge and it's all sitting there right for you. I mean, what could be easier? Seriously, taking a pill maybe that has food in it, like Jetson's World? Yeah, that would be fucking great, right? But we okay. don't have a pill, but we have HelloFresh, JF. HelloFresh, uh, pretty much as good as a pill. Now, if you want to try it, go to HelloFresh.com slash sucks 10 and use the code sucks 10 for 10 free meals. Wow, that's even more than nine, including free get, shipping. I, I only got one. I'm going to sign up for that shit. I only got one. Yeah, What's well, that just... About? Just go to HelloFresh.com slash YourKickstarterSucks10 and use code YourKickstarterSucks10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit and Goodfellas fan club? Mike, today's episode of YKS sponsored by BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Yeah, for me, it's I'm not six foot six inches of, of raw sculpted muscle who can do a, a behind the back pass, go off the backboard and slam it home for an easy two, you know? Yeah. So you got to slam it in and uh, make sure all, you get more points than the other guy. That's the point of the uh, you don't know a lot about sports, but uh, that's the point of the game. Well, the point the point of the game is to have fun and make sure that the crowd has an enjoyable time. Is it? Not for me. I'm all about the points. That's the only thing I care about. All Mike does is win. Well, look, BetterHelp <laughs> is not going to be able to uh, help me with my handles. Um, they're not going to be able to uh, help me get off the ground more than like one or two inches at a time. They can't help me with that. But if I ever come across the following issues, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, um, anger, family stuff, self-esteem... All that stuff, that falls into the betterhelp.com peach basket. That's a reference to the origins yeah. of basketball. Basketball, Kind of cool. Um, with BetterHelp, you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You're going to get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You used to call me on my cell phone. And you can do it anytime you want, even in the middle of a game, trying to bring it back to the sports thing for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I think a lot of the players will sometimes get in trouble if they are on their phones in the locker room, but yeah. if they just said, coach, you don't understand, I'm talking to my, uh, my professional counselor right now on BetterHelp.com. Uh, yeah. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if they need. Coach, you don't understand, He's, he doesn't. And care. that's almost an implicit threat to the coach as well. I believe he's taking that <laughs> as a threat saying, oh, so you think you can just switch anybody out anytime you want. You think coaching is the same thing as yeah. BetterHelp? Well, it's not. It's a completely different, although there are some similarities maybe. Coach, I don't know. I'm just I'm pulling my bad thoughts out in the third quarter, and... I'm putting my good thoughts in and in the, in the game. 
Something and they don't understand say. because he's from understand. the old school. He teaches the triangle offense. We're moving on, okay? We are on. We're we're pace and space, and we're going on better help to get professional counseling. Okay, it's it's confidential, convenient, professional, affordable, and it's not a crisis line. But you can check out the testimonials posted daily on their site. Every single day they're updating that website. That's pretty cool. Um, in fact, so many people are using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional counselors in all fifty states. So if you're listening to this right now and you're a counselor. I don't know. Maybe go on the apply to get a job. I've yeah, never had a job. I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't it, know. We don't know. We don't know. That's so beyond my you. purview. Yeah, you're. that's for you. But for everyone else, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash YKS. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash YKS. Hey, take a charge just like on the basketball court. It's a slam dunk. Okay, Mike, it's time for the six pack. I've got okay. one for you here. If you don't mind, I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about it right out of the gate. It's called Custom Birthday Crossword for Nancy Pelosi's 80th. White House? Nancy's house. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whose house? Nancy's house. With respect and admiration. Um, Nancy Pelosi is one of the clowns in Congress. Right, yeah, one of the lead clowns. Right, she's like uh, all the. She shows up to the big clown show, and all the clowns are like, <gasps> "Yeah, that's uh, yeah, the old, it's the oldest clown here." Yeah, she's probably Bozo. Was Bozo one of the best? Cl- was he one of the best ones or one of the worst clowns? I don't know what he. Uh, I don't know what his deal was. Bozo. I don't know what he was doing. He's, his name has become synonymous with scorn and ridicule. I can only assume that he was a failure. He must have, he must have fucked up so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know why else he would he would live on in ignominy like this for so long. It's just it's sad to think about Bozo's life and how it ended and everything. But for Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, look, what's going on with this gal? You know, she's up there doing the clap. <laughs> What's know. going on with this gal? Huh? <laughs> What's her story? Well, it looks like she's um, turning 80 years old on March 26th. Boy, that's old, huh? Yeah, that's pretty old. Hey, we should all be so lucky to uh, uh, see 80 years old, huh? We Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say be like a disgusting uh, lizard person. <laughs> Um, Do you think she's a lizard? She's a lizard for sure. Well, there's a picture of her here that says it's captioned "Little Nancy Pelosi at 20 years old with John F. Kennedy Jr." So the oh yeah, the guy writing this has a very strange way of expressing himself. Um, don't put "Little Nancy" in quotation marks. I don't want. I don't want that. I don't need yeah. to hear that. And you can also say JFK. We know who that is. We don't need to know John F. Kennedy Jr. I got it. I see the guy. <laughs> He's on the fucking half dollar or whatever the fuck. I know what the guy's... I know what his story is. 
Um, I got his head blown to smithereens. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't gotten to that part of the movie yet. That's funny. Guy learning history from watching JFK. (laughs) Come and watch Lincoln and then watch JFK. (laughs) Uh, Adams. What's another one? Well, speaking of speaking of movies, I have a really good idea. Uh, let me see if it's finished. Yes, it is. JF, hmm? I just hit one hundred percent on the torrent of No Safe Spaces, the twenty nineteen film. Oh yeah, kick started with Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager, and we're gonna watch it. I think it's was it point. actually kickstarted or was that? Does it just seem like wasn't it was? It? Wasn't it? I mean, why wasn't would Dennis it? Prager have to kickstart it? something? No safe. Spaces. We had it on the show, I think. Did we? Kickstarter, yeah. No safe spaces. Indiegogo is what it was. Okay, well, that counts. That's in our. That's in the ballpark. We had it on the show, I think, at one point. Well, Adam Carolla is my enemy. I'm still cooking up my response. I'm still cooking up my <laughs> response to that guy. I don't did, know what I'm going to say. Did he fucking respond? Did he respond yes. to you like two months later? Many months later. Yeah, like six or seven <laughs> months after the fact. And you know why that was. Uh... Why? Because we were talking about, on the Go Off King stream, we were talking about the post that you made, which utterly destroyed one of Adam's reply guys. And people went and retweeted that post specifically, which brought it to Adam Carolla's attention as he sat on the couch in his mansion with, like, car elevators flipping around uh, rare Ferraris everywhere. And he quote tweeted me from, yeah, I mean, I think legitimately like seven months ago, but... But what you did to that guy, I think, is something that should be celebrated <laughs> for a really long time. Do you do you remember that sequence? That was so funny, dude. Some guy saying, uh, what did he say? He said something like, uh, oh, I got to find the post now. Well, the, the first thing that happened was is I replied to Corolla after he said something very nasty about teachers and very pro-cop, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's his main thing. Um, and I replied to him, and of course he has the most bug-brained <laughs> oh, yeah. morons you could possibly yeah. get uh, okay. following him. He, he said, we're, we're now saying teachers are heroes while cops are villains. We live in a world where the people who are actually brave enough to go do their job are the bad guys. <laughs> right. And he said... You said, I respectfully disagree in my view. <laughs> the heroes are radio guys who spend millions of dollars a year at rare car auctions. I'm sure I'll be canceled for saying that now of days. <laughs> and then this person, clock, <laughs> Clockwork Elf, clockwork one, elf. I think, yeah, responded and said something. And you said, need a safe space? And I think what he said was, I have a... Safe space. I have an acre of land. This is ex- I own, I own his ex- this is his exact post. He said, "I created my own. Thanks. It's pretty badass. Sierra foothills <laughs> on an acre. Multiple dogs. Beautiful wife. <laughs> super successful kids. Home gym and an art studio with library. I have freedom and happiness and would never begrudge somebody else for being successful. Winky face. Hashtag loser mentality. And yeah." There's a lot to riff on with that, but you went for the full nuclear option, which was uh, putting together a collage of his horny posts to, I think, Roseanne specifically in oh, her yeah, feet. man. Laura Loomer, he says, I like that dress on you. I think it's sexy. Yeah. And then uh, 
Rita Daniels, Roseanne. Off topic, but I just want to say how beautiful you are. I mean, hot. You get prettier as time goes by. <laughs> I'm 41 years old and seriously attracted to you. <laughs> what is your secret to beauty? Coconut oil? Macadamia nut? <laughs> <laughs> Kona coffee? You make the world a better place. And then he uh, he replied to uh, Cher said, Cher posted, watching room with a view, but it's time for a break. And he replied, should post some sexy pics. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come to Hawaii and rub your feet, Roseanne? Oh, oh my God. So anyway, I put together a collage of his posts and with a visual, a little visual thing that says one acre. And I said, this guy only has one acre of land and he's horny for Roseanne. <laughs> At which point he locked his account. And has not unlocked since. Um, yeah. God, that's fucking good. Um, anyway, Corolla's my enemy. Um, and we'll probably take him down a couple notches if we watch that movie and <laughs> give it the once over. Um, so this guy, this particular freak here is talking about Nancy Pelosi. Um, says, I mean, this fucking sucks. W wasn't Pelosi also the one who got all those roses delivered? Like, 3,000 roses or whatever that was. Yeah. That sucks. She couldn't possibly eat that many. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nancy Pelosi is turning 80 on March 26th, and because she keeps her wits sharp by solving the New York Times crossword every day, that's kind of cool. I thought maybe she had, like, a job she needed to go <laughs> maybe to. Maybe she had something to do during the day. The New York Times crossword, <laughs> that's the thing we all do when we're fucking off at work, right? Is that not... <laughs> Is that not the first thing you do when you don't want to do any work? Bro, oh. the Ted the Ted Cruz thing was so funny, by the way. This man Oh my dips, god. Yeah. This man dips to fucking Cancun in the middle of his fucking states like the Oh it's, dude, it's so fucking funny. And then he got busted immediately and had to come back. What a fucking loser. He's what the world's biggest pussy. And it's he's it's so crazy to me. It sucks so bad that the nasty right-wingers came up with cuck as a pejorative and then ran it into the ground so you can't use it anymore. Because Ted Cruz is the classic cuck. This guy is so fucking cucked by basically everybody. Trump yeah. was talking he's so a, much shit. He's a, he, he, he's yeah. A, he's like, do you have do you have any self-respect at all? Like, can you just fucking, just fucking say, yeah, I fucked off to Cancun. It's... it's fucking sucks here and I'm rich. I mean, that would be <laughs> despicable. But at least you could uh, fucking look yourself in the mirror. What a scumbag. Um, but Pelosi's the same way. She's a different flavor of uh, nasty lizard. And I guess she does the uh, the crossword, which is so good for her. Um, this guy's idea from that is to make a custom illustrated, elaborate tribute crossword puzzle for Nancy Pelosi that's mostly about her and covers the arc of her career as a politician, wife, mother, and just general badass. She's a tough cookie with a long, distinguished career. As a politician who has stood for truth, justice, and the American way, despite tsunamis of BS and blather from the other side of the aisle and the White House. This birthday crossword is a gesture to thank Speaker Pelosi for standing tough in the eye of many storms and for taking the path of the righteous woman, while beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and tyranny of evil, incompetent men. Blessed is she. Now, this would be 
excellent parody if it were a parody of how <laughs> liberal guys talk about women. If you, sc if you scroll down, they have a, pi a photo of Nancy Pelosi with Ernie from Sesame Street. And it's not even the real Ernie. It's like a shitty Ernie. <laughs> Look how shitty that Ernie is. Oh my god. What the fuck? That's a fucking bobo ass. That's an Ernie. HR puffing stuff, Ernie. I don't like looking at that shit at all. I don't think that's Ernie at all. No, that's not Ernie. That's probably probably Bernie. That's an, Im that's an imposter. <laughs> Here, so he continues. This is a parenthetical. I have a weird savant ability to make crossword puzzles, a trait I might have inherited from my grandpa Clifton Tuttle, who was a Kodak physicist in the 30s and 40s and codebreaker during World War II. The codebreaker brain is the crossword brain. I have made custom crosswords for Surfer Magazine for champion surfer Kelly Slater, for the actresses Jane Leaves and Nia Peoples, for a Google exec who shall remain nameless, and even some non-famous people. Um, who cares? <laughs> who cares about that? Uh, do you know how easy it is to make a fucking crossword? That's like the easiest thing you can ever do in your life. Oh, okay, here, what's a, what's a, what's a, uh, what's a seven-letter word for sex? Fucking. Okay. Yeah. And then... Yeah. What's the color of grass? Green. Fucking green. Great. I'm like one okay. third of the way done with this stupid puzzle. <laughs> this it. is child's play to me, you know? Um, yeah. He Now, he's got some ideas about how to do illustrations because he wants to put, or because he put the actress Jane Leaves on a 20-pound British note with the help of an illustrator. I don't know why he did that. This guy has a lot of ideas. Um, He says... Here's one illustration I want to commission. Remember the final scene from Seinfeld? I want Ariel to recreate this, but with Team Trump behind bars. Donald, Ivanka, Donald Jr., and the other brother, Beavis, Butthead, Eric. So he wants... Extremely funny, sir. It's a thing, and it's a, it's a thing mixed with another thing that's extremely good. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's really cool. Um... <laughs> I mean, this is the type, and he does have a lot of clues here. Oh, he includes the picture of Seinfeld. Remember the show? Remember the ending we all hated? Um, that you could be reliving this, except for with the Trumps, uh, which I guess we also we also all hated them. So I don't know why you would want to look at that, but that's fine. Um, here's one of the clues. In August of 2011, Nancy Pelosi got angry when the Republicans shut down this agency, effectively abandoning 4,000 furloughed workers and endangering the traveling public. Quote, it was wrong for Congress to leave Washington with tens of thousands of people out of work because the blank, blank, blank issue remains unsolved. Unless Congress acts swiftly, the economy will be needlessly damaged and thousands of families will endure unnecessary hardship. And the answer, I guess, is the FAA. And that's just the kind of thrills and chills you can get <laughs> if you fucking pledge $10 for... Ah, uh, Benjamin... Benjamin, your Kickstarter sucks, my friend. He said it. He said the name of the thing that's what it is. And he's got 51 bucks pledged of 4,000. Two backers, 28 days to go. Um, I'm very sarcastically clapping at this very stupid idea. I mean, what a nasty, what a nasty piece of shit. Anyway. Ugh, remember when they were like, oh, she clapped. She clapped at his ass. See her? That's, so you're clapping? I mean, I've already used cuck as far as a word that we shouldn't use anymore, <laughs> but I will use another one, gaslighting. That's another one where I felt like, we're all seeing this, right? How she's, like, actually clapping. And everyone yeah. said, oh, it's she's oh, doing... Oh, she's so strong. 
for doing that. No, she's not. I'm fucking <laughs> like I'm 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 in the fucking padded cell, like going, no, 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 you gotta believe me. <laughs> so wild, man. She's a lizard. So but I guess you'd rather have Trump. Uh, <laughs> this is called clap. It's one-handed, but twice as easy. It's a round cutting board that can be folded to allow for one-handed use. Okay. Um, so it's like a circle. It's like a circle chain. <laughs> <laughs> the describe. It's like a circle-y thing. Um, it looks like a, a tougher plastic, like a thicker plastic. It like, is. You can just fold up like a slice of pizza or something and carry it around. But right. Um, I don't know if you want to play the video or. Yeah, let's see if it it tells me how to do yeah. anything. Okay, we're slicing the cucumber. Yeah. Okay, cutting ahead. Weird knife choice on the cucumber. Bad, cut. yeah, the bad knife and shitty chopping. Really bad chopping, yeah. Really bad chopping. I'm not like Gordon Ramsay in there, but you got to make this, this is look like, good. Have you ever chopped anything before? <laughs> okay, and then it goes, you put the zucchini and the yellow pepper into the big pot to make God knows what. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's like a little fold up, uh, you know, cutting board. But so when I uh, when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, this is this is for people with like a like various impairments yeah. that it might be yeah. easier for them to use." But then I really thought about that for a second. I was like, "Wait, is this easier for them to use?" Yeah, I don't know. You know, because like it has a so one of the like benefits of it is like it has what's called <laughs> I wrote it down the juice groove. <laughs> yeah, I think I had that Which in is, college. Which is like a, a a groove on that on the out, outer rim of it. It's supposed to uh, collect like chicken juice if you're chopping like a piece of chicken or something. Yes. Um. So what happens to that juice when you like fold it up? <laughs> Just falls <laughs> on the floor or something? It goes uh, through like a loop de loop system and ends up on your hand. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it works though, but. Is this, is this saving you time? Is this, because uh, one of the examples they show is like, you know, the the comparison image here where it says um, you, mm -hmm. have, you have somebody trying to scrape something into the frying pan. Yes. And they start with like the vegetables halfway up the, the chopping board. Not really fair. Or the cutting board. Just, you know, scoot it. You, there's a couple things you can do to help yourself out here. This isn't, you know. Yeah, you don't, don't have know. to start from the three-point line when you're putting... Yeah, Vegetables. don't throw it halfway across the room. You don't get extra <laughs> points for making it from further away when you're putting the zucchini. You, can, you are capable, I believe in you, you are capable of putting vegetables into a pan. Yeah. You can find a way to get them over there. The the one thing I have used that's similar to this is I saw a tip one time on Good Eats with Alton Brown. And this is before I knew he was a Republican. Don't <laughs> come after me. I'm not canceled for watching yeah. Good Eats. Um. This is actually a good tip, and maybe this will help somebody else, is if you're ever using a stand mixer and you're mixing in some flour or some other dry ingredient that's liable to uh, go crazy, uh, but you want to leave the mixer running, uh, one thing you can do is get a paper plate and kind of fold it up pie-style, taco-style, and kind of yeah. tap it in yeah. to the top there. That's That actually works, and they're, they're showing a, a similar process with the cutting board i just don't think that you necessarily need to make the cutting board the implement that does that for you because 
now by necessity it has to be probably too light and too small because I mean I don't know if you saw the comparison between the cutting board and one cucumber, but yeah, yeah, it's a little tight, is it not? It's a yeah, it's a it's the cutting board pretty small, pretty small, but uh, I don't know. This is some junk that I would probably buy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what this I would is. Buy this shit. This is some shit you see at Kohl's. Yeah. This is some Kohl's shit here next or to end, the Keurigs. The, the end cap uh, at a Bed Bath & Beyond. Or that, something. That's exactly right. That's exactly This is one of the things you move with you when you move and you go, damn, I didn't know I still had this shit. <laughs> like, why is why is part of it a different color from the other part? Does that do anything? Or is that just for yeah, aesthetics? I don't know. Is that the part that you're only supposed to chop on or something? What is that? It doesn't seem clear. Is it that the like part... A, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe let's let's get one. Yeah, I guess let's get the clap. And it's called the clap, dude. It's called the clap, yeah. That's that's a name reserved for the genital yeah. uh, stuff. So Come on. Which yeah. also, I don't know what that is either, to be perfect. I don't honest. know what that is either, and I, say, I regret saying the genital stuff, because I'm sure that there's a better way to talk about it. If there is, I don't know it. I don't know what the hell any of that crap is. Look, I know what mine does, and it ain't much. It ain't. It's nothing to write home about. So, I just, uh, I just stay out of the way. I look, sometimes I look down there and I go, "You all right?" And then he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "All right." He's in his own world down there. Look at him. <laughs> hey, he's, he's having, having fun. fun. <laughs> um, the, the clap. Okay. Well, you got the juice groove in there. That's pretty good. What is your? What's your? What's your chopping? What's your chopping board? situation over um there. i have a wooden cutting board okay my not my knives are pretty dull i need to sharpen up my knives yeah that's a tough um, thing to do yeah especially when you're stupid and you don't know how to do it yeah seems like i would just make them dull i mean making them more dull by sh- trying to sharp <laughs> i don't know what you do you buy a sharpener you buy a strap <laughs> do you buy like a little I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. I think you. I think you can buy like a machine to do it. Oh my god! Or maybe you can do a. You know, my grandpappy used to have a pocket knife, and he would have a a whetstone, mm-hmm. and he he would, uh, you know, and then he would use it for to cut excess skin off of his feet. That's in true. The living room. The old people used to do that. That and is. And, a, that's... and he had a dog, a pomeranian. They would eat his foot skin. Okay. Now that part. I wasn't as much. I didn't know much of that. I think the dog should eat dog food mostly. Dog got to eat dog food. Okay. For diet reasons. I mean, you can't eat cat food. Why not? (laughs) It just makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I I think the main thing is you don't want to give your dog too much treats. Yeah. One foot skin a day. (laughs) Too much and you get sick all over the carpet. You're getting spoiled. I can tell you're getting spoiled. You had too much of my foot skin. (laughs) That's the way they do, but they beg and they love it, and they're good. They're good pals. They're good pals. They're um, my angels. They're my angels. <laughs> what did you did you see that guy with all the raccoons? He was feeding. Yeah, that's so nice. Wasn't I love that fun? That. He's living the dream. Boy, those raccoons were fat. Yeah, he feeds them like hot dogs and stuff. Those did not look like the good hot dogs either. I'll tell you that. I mean, was I wouldn't. It hot, give... Was it a hot dog or was it a sandwich? I can't remember which one he. I saw the big tub of like one dollar hot dogs. Is what I saw. Yeah, yeah, it was. Them ain't. I mean, like Oreos and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> them raccoons. I mean, at one point, I, I you you listen. I mean, it's hard to hear him over all the chittering of the raccoons. 
but he definitely says, I don't know where they all came from. And that, <laughs> bro, that's actually a problem. <laughs> that is a red flag to me. If you don't know where they're coming from and they're, you're just producing more and more hot dogs as they show up. <laughs> Look at these guys. Isn't this crazy? <laughs> more of them and more of them. <laughs> Covering his face. Damn. Over, kind of making it hard to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love to eat, though, don't they? <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, fun way to go, though. Um, Mike, the next one I got for you is called Bring the Dead Sea Squirrels to Life. Bring the Dead Sea Squirrels to Life. Now, this video is fun, and you're going to want to hear it, which is why I'm going to want to play it right now. Hi, I'm Mike Naraki, co-creator of Veggie Tales, and voice of Larry the Cucumber. How the fuck did he do that? What did he do? Hang he, on, I gotta play it now. Hang on. How the on fuck did end. he do this? I need. Oh, hang on. Let me send it to you. You need to be watching this. I need. I need to be sending you this vid so you can watch this. How the okay, fuck? I'm looking at it right now. Watch this. How the fuck did he do this? <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Naraki, co-creator of Veggie Tales, and voice. Of Larry the Cucumber. What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Hello. He, he just changed his <laughs> changed his old voice. It's fucking insane. What the fuck? And when I'm not bringing joy and biblical values to children around the world, or writing silly songs that will haunt your dreams into adulthood, I'm a professor here at Lipscomb University's film and animation program. Oh look! Here's my hairbrush. Did I mention I also write books? Here's my latest. It's an early reader series titled The Dead Sea Squirrels. The show stars Michael, a 10-year-old kid who, along with his best buddy Justin, find two salt-encrusted squirrels while on a summer archaeological dig with Michael's dad at the Dead Sea in Israel. Michael thinks these petrified souvenirs will make him the coolest kid in the fifth grade back home in Tennessee. Little does he know that with a good soaking, these 2,000-year-old dehydrated rodents will spring back to life and love living in the modern world. Because before Merle and Pearl Squirrel took an ill-advised vacation to the Dead Sea and became brine for millennia, they lived in Galilee during the first century and witnessed the life of Jesus in the Apostles firsthand, uh, uh, first pod. And I know what you're thinking. Wouldn't this make a great animated series? Yes, it would. All right. <laughs> you, you picking up what I'm putting down on this one? Yeah, that's pretty good. They want a million bones for this fucking thing. They want 1.2 million bones. They got 35,000 bones, and then they canceled the project. But it's good news, folks. Um, thanks for your interest in the Dead Sea Squirrels. In the few days since our Kickstarter campaign launched, we've had potential investors come forward to fund the series. Oh, wow. So they got the money anyway, huh? Yep. They, uh, they're going to make their little show about the Dead Sea Squirrels. Merle and Pearl, two first century squirrels from Israel who have been preserved in sea salt in a cave alongside the Dead Sea. Um, Ten-year-old Michael. Hey, Mike. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, that's the guy I am. Hey, check this out. Tom just sent me this pic. It's goofy. Mm -hmm. And he's smoking, a, or he's smelling blackberry kush. He's smelling like a... Oh, That's yeah. That's funny, huh? And he looks like he likes it, I guess, huh? Looks like he loves it. He looks like he loves... It's funny to imagine various ca uh, cartoon characters smoking weed and stuff like that. 
Well, with Goofy, it would explain a lot of his mannerisms and behaviors. <laughs> I'll say that. You know, some of the stuff that comes out of that guy's mouth wouldn't surprise me. Um, so this guy, now this is a local boy, Mike. This is a Nashville project. You heard him reference Lipscomb University. Um, and that's just, yeah. That's just down the road a ways from us. And he, I mean, honestly, he seems like he's really good at doing stuff, which... You know, as a guy who's not that, kind of sucks to see. Yeah, seems like he's, you know, he's doing his thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing. He's he's got a great voice. He's got a talent for voice acting. He um he's I guess very successful, having created Veggie Tales in 1993. Um, and I like yeah, I know about that as a 33 yeah, year old know, guy. Do you know about? Was that? Big for you when you were a kid? No, I never watched any of it, but I was aware of it. You know, yeah. I don't know if I just missed it or what, but it. Uh, I was uh, I was aware of it because in high school there was this chick I wanted to bone, and she mm-hmm. listened to this one Veggie Tales song. It's kind of a quaint, isn't that funny thing? Right. And I thought, wow, that is funny. So I got really into the song. I didn't re- get really into it. Ooh. I just listened to it. Shut up! Don't say uh. Ooh. I didn't get into. I mean, you said you got really into the song. I mean, how into the song did you get? I didn't get really into it. I mean, I'm just, this is what you said. I just, I tattooed the lyrics to it on my chest. Okay. So not that bad. So not anything crazy. Damn. Um, (laughs) well, so they're, they're, I mean, look how good this is. They've got like these little, they've got every, this is like the most professional project I think I've ever seen on here. Um, it also, kind of looks like he got his students to do some of this work for him which is maybe oh, yeah wow i had a blast working on the storyboarding team as a lipscomb animation grad collaborating with my pref- professors and former classmates was really special okay he got some free labor this guy and dave ramsey te- teamed up to figure <laughs> this whole project out <laughs> i know i know um this guy looks like a real pro. Um, the idea was to put it on a streaming service, and he wanted to somehow... The The point of this going to Kickstarter, he says, was he didn't have enough money to do it himself, and also he wanted to be able to maintain control of the content. And I, I, th- I guess the reason for that is he wants it to continue to be this Christian program in the same way that VeggieTales is. And once you get on Netflix, they're going to turn it into Sodom and Gomorrah, probably. Yeah. Hell, what if we have one of the uh, squirrels fucking the other one in the ass? Yeah. Okay. How about... Okay, but can they at least quote from Leviticus? Right. No, they can't. Yeah. And that's and that basically tears it, I think, you know. Well, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> You guys can do two seasons of Dead Sea Squirrels without me and then never release anything else, but it still is up on the main screen of the fucking app forever, so your kids keep asking about it until the end of time. Good luck. Um, this is That was the plan. Now they've been saved by the wonderful uh, investors. Thank you, capitalism, for that. Um, it's yeah. I'm very surprised at how much it costs, and maybe there's some animators in the audience who know about this, but it says... Um, it says high quality animation is expensive and depending on the studio and the content, it can cost from $10,000 a minute to over $1 million a minute. Um, and if you have your students do it for free, it can be as low as $0 yeah. for a minute of animation. <laughs> Save some money. That so way, that's huh? one way to go. 
Um, they were wanting, you know, 10 bucks, 25 bucks to, you know, see an episode um, and just like a nice little thank you card. Um, it goes all the way up to, let's see, what was their highest amount they would... Wow, 3000 bucks you commission your own theme song. For 5000 bucks you get a Squirrel's Day Out in Music City. Wow, a private viewing of the episode in their deluxe screening room. And that has an asterisk. Okay, you always got to follow the asterisk. We uh, should fucking, we should crowdfund the level of, the highest level for this. The double, the double crowdfunding, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, we get, we would get to hang out with the animators. Um, and we can go, all go out for, uh, Let's uh, a tiny beer at Chili's, or we can hit up. Oh my God! Hooters or something. Yes. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, it. No, but it does sound fun <laughs> to like think about doing stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean, wow. I mean, you said tiny beer at Chili's. I don't like Chili's. I don't want to drink beer. But yeah, but man, that sounds nice, huh? That does, <laughs> that does sound. Uh, <laughs> It does sound pretty good. We could probably get like some apps. We could get some appetizers. Yeah. We can get like, oh man, those crazy, ribs smell crazy, good. Crazy nachos or something. Yeah, crazy nachos. Yeah, but you know I've had my eye on the Southwestern egg Pop. rolls since we came in yeah. there. Uh, I'd like to get some pot stickers. You know, you know what? Why don't we get one of the samplers? Oh yeah, then we can all just get what we want. <laughs> and we can have a bite of mine. You can have a bite of mine with share. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wouldn't that be so good? Maybe, 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 maybe sometime soon. Um, so that's bring the dead sea squirrels to life. Another weird, uh, Christian, um, brainwashing thing to show your kids when they're little. Um, yeah. And they'll, uh, you know, I guess it'll probably be on TV pretty soon. It'll probably be on TBN along with Mike Huckabee, one of the nastiest guys in the world. So look forward to that. That's bring the dead sea squirrels, uh, to life. Mike, what do you got next? Oh, you got it. Something called, uh, got something called, uh, sorry, I'm trying to find my. Hey, no, it's okay. My, Look, my we're just hanging here. out. No, it's fine. It's more of a free form conversation. It's not, it's not work. It's two it's friends. Two yeah. Hanging John. out. Um, <laughs> Ransom notes, the ridiculous word magnet game, a creative party game for making hilariously terrible sentences. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, these guys. It's these guys again. <laughs> Another Tennessee project here. Well, hey, you know what? We're sorry. Tennessee's really putting out some junk. Yeah, hat in hand. Where you apologize? It's uh, on us. Let's hit play. Hi, we're Evan and Josh, the guys behind this game for making goofy charts. And this one for making ridiculous puns. I think we've done both charty party and yeah. puns of anarchy. So these guys yeah, are hitting for the we cycle. Did too. I think we did. Awful. We love weird, creative humor and games that make you think. And we think we've made our best one yet. Ransom notes. We've always loved the bizarre and wild sentences people make on the internet, from YouTube comments to Craigslist ads. Yeah. We thought, could we make a game and force you to make these hilarious sentences? We realized we had the perfect tool right in front of us, on our fridge. Here's our We saw some stuff that was <laughs> extemporaneously funny online, uh, yeah. bereft of context. What we decided to do was to uh, force it through like a sausage maker and see if we could. 
using someone else's uh, using a pre-existing product and <laughs> <laughs> uh. some notes works your game comes with hundreds of carefully selected word magnets ranging from simple to specific dump them out on the table and split them into roughly equal piles for each player give each player a submission card We've custom made these metal cards so your word magnets will stick strongly to them and then can be easily wiped clean after a round. Next, the judge flips over a situation card. Some are straightforward. Some are more out there. Let's just go with this one. Tell someone their fly is open is what it says. Now, everyone scrambles to make the best response and submit it face down to the judge, but you can only use the word tiles from your own pile. Okay. So to tell someone their fly is open, would you say... Obscene person forced? In public? Maybe tough sight. Could you obscure that soft stick? Or maybe this very polite one wins. You have quiet accident. We anxious. Okay. The wife believe her shirt seemed good. <laughs> Tell your doctor your good nipples Lord. simply won't stop growing in length. <laughs> Weird women thing, very enormous. <laughs> Nine inches. <laughs> Inside of a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, instead of game, child. <laughs> that's random. All right. So that's, you know. That's, that's not bad, huh? That's pretty funny. That's you... pretty funny that they're the charty party guys. Ugh, that was a. That was a pain in my ass, huh? Charty party? Yeah, that was a uh, dog shit. Yeah, I think that sucked. That sucked fairly bad. I think it's fair to say, yeah. Um, but they're back for more, Mike. They're back for more. These guys love board games, huh? Yeah, these uh these guys love the magnet magnetic poetry. <laughs> I didn't change. Make it into a game, and that's fine. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. There's going to be a lot of games out there. That's okay. Um, they, um, what do you think? Did those hit? Did the examples they use hit for you? Because they are sort of picking the cream of the crop, I would think, to put in the video. Is that? You know what? It's uh, it's not hilarious because yeah. I'm just uh, I'm way more funnier than basically anyone on earth. So right. hitting the standard that where I laugh at something is so hard. Yeah. So, but, um, what was the last thing you laughed at genuinely? Um, well, I was, I was trying to, I was thinking of something and then I was imagining the scene where Peter fights the chicken and he's on the train and it's just goes, it goes on and yeah. on and on. If you've not seen it, it is. Oh, I've seen it. One of the funniest things. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> that shit is funny. Um, but no, they were, I think they were funnier than, than most, uh, most of these card games you see, because most of these are very low effort, um, cards against humanity rip, rip offs, but these were decent. I mean, for, you know, I like think I, said. I will give these guys, yeah, they're a cut above the rest. I think that's true. There is a, there's an actual mechanic to the games they come up with. It's not a brilliant one. But it is one. It is something you can do. Um, it's not just... I mean, it's truly not just like... The, the other ones are like playing high card, you know? That's all that is. It's just like, hey, who got the... We I shuffled the cards. Yeah. Now we'll see who wins. Yeah. Why don't we just cut to the fucking chase? And whichever one has like the... Yeah. 
the big, uh, the snake's big poopy dick or whatever. That guy just wins, and we just fucking like drink a beer. Like I don't need the interim stuff, you know. You guys want to say fuck this card shit and just shoot each other in the head? <laughs> <laughs> um. So there is a mechanic to these guys' games. It's still like I, I, I think maybe if we can we get over the thing where there's a judge who decides which thing is funniest. Is that? Is that one aspect of games that we could maybe dispense with altogether? I think that is, if you start there and work backwards, you end up with a bunch of terrible games I don't want to play, you know? Yeah. Whatever happened to scoring the most points? People are obsessed with judges. It's a total judge culture now. People are like, I got to get home, watch Judge Judy. And, You're right. Uh, put where my robe and, Well, you know. that's the thing. That's the thing is you go to the store... Okay, and I love to do that, of course, to get my items. And you'll yeah. go, okay, I've been here three times this week, and the powdered wigs have not been restocked. I don't know if that's a weather thing. Is that a pandemic situation? Yeah, it may be the double whammy of the pandemic and the extreme cold front and the left the, the entire Midwest blanketed in snow. I mean... May have something to do with it. But that. at the end of the day, I pay for a product. <laughs> you know? Um... <laughs> I did, I was talking to, I think I responded to our friend Brian from Street Fight about sitting in the car dealership while they're working on your car, and that is the only place I have ever seen the judge shows. Judge, I don't yeah. even know if Judy is on anymore. I always see where she's like the richest woman on earth, but the, like Judge Joe Brown, I think, is still on TV, and there's one called the judges where it's like three judges and they're all sitting up there like American gladiators and you got to like make your case to each one of them or something. I recently signed up for Amazon prime video and they have a show Gary Busey pet judge. Haven't seen it. Won't be viewing it. What could that possibly be? What could it possibly be? Don't know. Not going to check it out. I'll Google it right now. Gary. Oh, and there's Chrissy's court as well on Quibi. Yeah. Right. That had a here moment. Here we go. Here we go. What do you got? Oh, that's just the logo. Okay. Well, so what does it look like, though? I can't. I mean, I, if you're playing something, I can't hear it. So if you're. Oh, well, fuck. Fuck off. It plays. I can hear it in my headphones. Yeah. I mean, that's, right, well. that's the fucking thing of it is, you know, I can't. <laughs> so. That's what's so uh, crazy about this whole thing, Mike. Yeah. So what is it about? Did you get anything from it? I don't know, because I can't play it, because you're going to be sitting here in silence. So what kind of ra radio show would that make? Okay. Make well, the worst one of all time, so okay. I just sent it to you, so you could play it. All right, I'll play it. Okay, that's, that's the, the logo I was talking about. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. There are thousands of pet disputes. Those who want their cases tried by the best know there's only one man they can turn to, and he is thirsty for pet justice. Oh my God! Whoa! I can read his Are you slinging fake monkeys? That was very abusive, right? Justice was served. Justice was served. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You know? That makes sense? No, Gary Busey. Yay! Gary Busey! So this is, it's not a real program. It's a fake, it's a fictional show. Yeah. Who's, who's this for, you know? I, you know, 
I think you could have fun. You could have fun writing some jokes for Gary Busey, Pet Judge. I think that could be like a funny situation potentially. Oh, do you know like one of your little friends or one of your little Hollywood friends? Yeah, you know, write on that show or something. I'm working one of your on my Hollywood handbook I'm, guys. Or I'm something. working on my packet for this. Okay. <laughs> I think it. I think you'd actually be uh, honored to write on that show. I think anybody would. I think it's a good step. And and you know what? Maybe it's not the job you want. Maybe it's a stepping stone to something else. Bigger down the road. Gary Busey looks like the fucking crypt keeper in this. He looks so bad. <laughs> I mean, he looks, he looks out like of his shit. mind, dude. He looks like you know what he looks like. Um, what is the what is the skeleton? What's the skeleton guy who like gets uh struck by a live wire and it's like an X ray and you can like see him and his hair? What is that? Is that from Home Alone? What is that from? Yeah, that's from Home Alone. It's Marv from Home Alone. That's what he looks those like. Sh- those shots are so funny. Those uh, who's that guy? Who's that guy that directed that fucking film and directed like planes, trains, and automobiles? Yeah. He does those cutaway shots with skeletons. It's very funny. Yeah, that was a good gag. <laughs> very silly. Anyway, I won't be watching that. Um, <laughs> again, unless I work on it. Um, ransom notes. Mike, is that what we were fucking talking about? How could we still be talking about that shit at this point? I don't know. I don't know. 30 bucks, you get the fucking game. I don't know. Who cares? I don't want to play this shit. I'll play the computer. That's me. But that's me. That's my domain. That's my whole thing there. Give me a keyboard and a mouse and set me loose. Yeah. Ask a child in the airplane seat behind you to stop kicking. Young man, why foot enemy? I suffer. You know, and if you can get a kick out of that, then you you you're basically entertained all day. You're like a little kid with some keys. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That if that if that scratches that itch, God bless you. You know, yeah, that's like the that's that's the guy you you go out drinking with, and he has one beer, and he's like, "Damn, I'm like I'm feeling it," and you're just sitting over there blowing through twenty dollar bills, trying to feel anything, you know, and <laughs> and you're just like, you know what? I actually envy you, dude, because you are a cheap yeah. date, and you know you're not gonna be all hung over tomorrow because you had one beer, and that you I, know what? I think I'm actually gonna take off. <laughs> there are people like that who don't who who don't have to have very much to like feel um nice. There's just a little joke yeah. about a kid kicking the seat and they go, ah, ha, ha and then you know, it's like that's their day is made right there. Fucking insane. You know, wish them all yeah. the best. You know, it takes more. It takes more to me. I'm it takes a, a lot gonna take a lot more to make me happy. I'm a sapiosexual, so far, you know. Nothing has worked. Yeah. But- I feel like maybe we're getting close. We're going to get there pretty soon. Yeah, as we ease into the 40s, uh, we're definitely going to become happier. Um, <laughs> 56000 of the $10,000 gold. Did we already say that? Whatever. No. Seven days no. Ago. Blah, blah, blah. Who gives a freaking <laughs> crap? <laughs> Mike, the last one I've got is called Mythos. Stories in a glass. Stories in a glass. You know. Um, Mike, they say, they say 90% of beer is ice cold beer and the other 10% is stories. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's where mythos comes in. What does your drink say about you? Are you David the brave? Are you the thinker, the intellectual? Are you Discobolus, the athlete? Or are you Venus, the beautiful? 
Let your drinks do the talking. With four distinct statues and four distinct traits. Select your markers. Freeze them in ice. Delegate them to your friends. And let the conversation begin. <laughs> Myth. This is this is truly this is one of those ideas from a guy who has some wild ass ideas. Um I don't know how you could even get to the point where you think about this. This is like a different your brain is made of different stuff yeah. than mine if you're thinking about this type of thing. Um what this is, and I know it's difficult to tell from the video because honestly it's difficult to parse for me, and I saw the thing visually. They're basically these little pewter sculptures yeah. specifically of as you heard yeah pewter griffin hey how's it going oh pewter you're so hey, I, love, I love you so much i love you you're my wife oh pewter oh lewis don't forget to take stewie to the bathroom i'm the kid hey who do you have to be a dog <laughs> to be a dog around here and hump you know these are little pewter statues, bro. Okay? Yeah. And they're magnetized on the bottom to for some reason. Because they attach to a coaster. Anyway, you put these little guys in a drink, in a cup, and you give it to somebody. You fill it with uh, alcohol. Mm. And there's they look at the glass, and they're like, hey, there's a little guy in there, you know? Yep. That's... Uh, that's about it. They're they're pewter and they are they're yes. So they're in the shape of uh David, Venus, Discobulus, and the Thinker. So we've got some famous statues you might know yeah. from history times. Michelangelo's and, over there like, hey, you know, that's my whole mm -hmm. this is this is my you know, kind yeah. of I didn't sign off on <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, and freaking uh, Rodan is over there going, "Hey, that's my guy. He's on the. I know you think he's on the freaking can, but he's not. He's actually just a normal guy. He's not pooping, which is very funny. Yeah. I saw the Robin Williams thing. It's very a funny. Lot people, laughed a lot. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people said it immediately after I I chiseled it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's for, that's seriously funny. But it took me a long time, so yeah. I was mad about it for a long time, but. Now I'm over it. I see it's funny. Imagine how long that guy fucking took to do something that <laughs> we just thought looks like he's pooping. Everybody, yeah, everybody's like, what, are you taking a shit? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All the dumb Greek guys from whenever that <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, so nice statue. Looks like he's taking a shit. <laughs> you should have drawn uh, a guy standing up with his small penis out. Like everybody else. <laughs> Man, isn't that crazy that for a while everybody had their penis out and then the Pope came along and said, no, put a leaf on the penis? What the fuck? Yeah. That'd be like the biggest story in the world if that happened today, you know? Because we'd be like, no, we should get to see the small penis, you know? Or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever it was. would Take it, Take the leaf off, put the leaf on. Honestly, who gives a fuck, <laughs> you know? I'm just here for the art. <laughs> you know? That's not the first... You know what? That's not the first thing I looked at when I saw Michelangelo's David. I didn't look right at the penis. Yeah, I looked you at, looked at the you know. chisel marks, close-up chisel marks on it. And he said, hmm, how the hell did he hold his uh, yeah. blade when he made this incision? Or whatever he used, which I don't... Or whatever. Which I don't even know <laughs> what it is. 
Yeah. Uh, I did. Well, um, I, did yeah. I, I did see it in person. I did see Michelangelo's David in person. Did you? Yeah, I did. And I, and I did it funny, but I walked up to the security guard and I said, hey, what's up with this guy? <laughs> you know? Kinda, it's really funny. Kind of funny. And he was like, you know, he didn't speak English or anything. So, but yeah. Uh, but still, if he would have, I think it landed still. Probably would have killed. You know, I think that would have landed. So, you put these things in the cup, and the reason they're magnetic is so that they stick to the bottom of the cup and they don't fly out when you're fucking trying to drink some whiskey <laughs> out of it and kill you immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's good. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to take a swig of something and then accidentally swallow. A small pewter statue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the way that they've got them set up is like, it look it shows them, it shows them putting water in the cup with the pewter statue in the cup, then yeah, so, tilting it and then freezing it so that the ice forms around it in some way that is meant to be interesting. Certain, in a certain way. Because here's the, here's the other part of this fucked up goddamn thing. They have a special stand that you're supposed to sit these glasses on. Mm-hmm. In the uh, in the freeze, you know, and it's like who's who's got the time for all this junk? Or the freezer space to fucking have a little stand and a cup for real. and of statue in there. All this. Yeah, let me, I'll set my chicken fries on the counter. I guess right. Not what a food fuck? safe temp for one thing. So unless I'm going to eat the whole sheet pan full of chicken fries, I guess I will. I guess I'll just eat the whole sheet pan of chicken yeah, fries. I guess, Great. I, guess I have to. I guess I have to use this Chick Fil A sauce that I got today. And Kroger. Oh, I saw oh. in the aisle. Okay, I know. Are you serious? No. Yeah, they have it. It's just out there. Do they fucking seriously have it? <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit if that's true. Um, <laughs> it says it's a conversational piece, and I guess that's okay if you like to talk to somebody when you drink. I like to just be alone and quiet. Sad, yeah. I like to turn all the lights off <laughs> when I drink. You know, um, put on some music and just kind of, you know, no TV, just stare. Just there. Think, <laughs> think about things, you know, just lost. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, it says risks and challenges. Look, casting pewter in volume can bring up challenges and the ability to create carbon copies of each statue, not to mention the integration of the magnets within the statues and the external base. Since each statue will be handcrafted, each statue will be checked for its quality and finishing before shipping it out to the backer. So that's cool. Um, if you didn't remember that there's a magnet in here that you could potentially swallow, that's something to think about. <laughs> something that would definitely kill you. Um, and it only costs about $40 for this. So uh, 40 bucks, or if you want the full set, it's going to cost you 121 Wait, 121 for the early bird complete set. Yeah. 121 bucks for four pewter statues that you can stick in glasses. And I guess this actually does not include the glasses, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't include the glasses. You have to have your own glasses. Uh, yeah. So. This is a, this is a disaster. Okay. This, this sucks. This is really stupid. Um. One thousand nine hundred forty dollars of fifty two eighty five eight backers. Twenty seven days to go. You just got to get the regular ice, gang, or you know yeah. some kind of ice. You want to do the circle ice? I ain't gonna stop you from doing the circle ice. I got one of those. It's great. Kids like it. I put it in their Kool Aid. You know, I'm not, you know go wild with this stuff. Water is amazing. You know, you can do anything with that crap. 
<laughs> but I will not be pouring it on a miniature Michelangelo's David and sticking that in a glass and putting that all in the freezer. Also, won't that fucking crack your glass when you put it in the freezer? Am I nuts? Yeah, what are you supposed What are you supposed to do there? Huh? I don't know. Because you're so if you want the ice to form around the metal sculpture, then you have to put it in the glass and then put that in the freezer. I'm not putting my glass Unless in the freezer. It's a- Plastic glass. Then why would you use plastic glass? Doesn't mean. I mean, nobody's doing that. The the whole thing is cockamamie. I mean, I did used to put like a big frosty beer mug in there. That was kind of fun. But those are like special mugs, aren't they? Yeah, I think those are specially made for freezing. Man, I need to do that. What if I did do that and like got a? I mean, I would use like diet root beer, I guess now. But like that would be really good in a big frosty glass, I wouldn't would it? Put a little ice cream in there. Why not? Huh? Oh my god, dude, that would be so good. It would be so nice just to have a little root beer float. Come on. Why don't we do these things for ourselves? Like we deserve this, honestly. Self care. Lately, it's been self scare with all of uh, <laughs> things going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, lately it's been self-test, testing yourself for symptoms and stuff. I mean, that's been like yeah. a serious thing that I've been trying to get going on social. Self-test. Don't forget. On social. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting way to be. Yeah, it is. My TV art. Cover your TV with beautiful art or photos. Uh, the patented device that allows you to cover and uncover your TV with imagery of your choice on real canvas at the press of a button. I mean, this is, uh... Yeah. My TV art is what it's called. Interesting story behind this one, I think. I'm going to play the video. In today's technological world, we are surrounded (laughs) by digital screens, with the average household having more than two TVs. It's hard to believe, but we spend over 35 hours per week in front of our televisions. But when it's turned off, your TV becomes a large void of blank space. What if you could use that space? Meet My TV Art. My TV Art is the new, affordable, one-of-a-kind product that allows you to transform your TV into a beautiful piece of art with the press of a button. My TV Art is our patented device which can be installed on top of almost any flat-screen television, allowing you to cover your TV screen with museum-quality artwork of your choosing. It even comes with its own easy-to-use remote. Installation is simple and quick, with no tools required. Thinking, why not just use a screensaver? There's no comparing a TV screensaver to our specialized, high-resolution printed art. Our printing process really brings the art to life, and your TV can stay turned off. If you ever want to change the artwork, it's simple to do. Additional prints are around half the price of the whole device. Choose from our ever-growing library of famous works of art and beautiful stock photos. Or send us your own image instead. It can be almost anything, such as a family portrait. Oh, my God. Or your company logo for the television in the conference room. You may even be inspired to send us your own creation. Our first 25 orders receive over $200 off our regular retail prices and jump to the front of the production line. The next 25 orders will receive $160 in savings. If you want more than one piece of art for your TV, choose our bonus special with an extra print and offer worth over $200. Ah, boy. Even after our early bird offers are filled, you can still save one. I'm trying to skip ahead to where the guy talks. So nice. We go to. <laughs> 
Howard was an entrepreneur. Battling Here we go. technology all the time with my kids. All right. And Enough. I just love the TDR. The concept of my TDR was originally created by my grandfather, Howard Walmuth. Howard was an entrepreneur and an innovator. He was always trying to enhance our lives with his ideas. His wife, Phyllis, my grandmother, was an art lover. Her love of art and beauty inspired him to design a way to cover their television with art. She absolutely loved the idea, as did my father, Louis, and my uncle, Mickey, both engineers. Who cares? A lot of hard work. We are proud to bring you My TV Art, the completion of my grandfather's work. As we approach the final- Now listen, I cannot tell you how bad uh. this fucking shit looks. I cannot <laughs> tell you how bad it looks. Am I right about how bad it looks, Mike? Seriously. Tell me if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But it looks awful. <laughs> uh, it looks like motherfucking shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen, I think a lot of people have probably seen by now, that I think Samsung has a specific TV called, like, The Wall. Isn't that what it's called? Where it's, like, extremely flat. Oh, yeah, I think I, think I remember seeing that. And it's, like, the point of it is to look like an, a framed piece of art. Um, and then yeah. it is, yeah, it is like a screensaver thing, but they framed it in a way that it doesn't look like a television. And then I think some of the components are actually in a box that you like, you put like on the stand below the TV. So actually an interesting product from a design perspective that they were able to remove some of the things that would make a television thick or look like a TV. Um, in this case, for the demonstration of their product, they use... The thickest, ugliest, biggest bezeled TV yeah. that I have seen in quite some time. <laughs> um, and and, and the the thing that and then they sit this fucking thing on top of it. This it's like this auto automatic, uh, huge like black mouth thing. of of just paper, just like spitting. Yeah. You know this terrible <laughs> artwork out on top of mounted to the top of your TV, and it spits out a fucking. Artwork, the size and uh, dimensions of your TV. <sighs> it looks, it looks so so bad. It looks like a uh, like just a print you would get like at TJ Maxx. Um, Come on, yeah. One of these, uh, one of these examples on here was like a some some lady printing out. It was like in the part in the video where it was like, send us your photos. Yeah, like and the they, softball one of the team. Examples, one of the examples was like a, fa a, a big collage of family photos. Who the fuck is doing that? Yeah, the collage with like the blank white uh, canvas behind, like behind yeah. and in between. So, and I, I don't think I can explain to you the, the way that it works because it's it's if you're just picturing it in your mind's eye, you're not realizing that it doesn't just shoot down in front of the TV. But because it has to be mounted on top of the TV, it it's almost like it spits up and over the top of the thing. Like how you would drape a blanket over the back of a couch, like in case you want to use the blanket later. That's what this looks like. It's like barfing the art onto the front of the TV. Um, so it's all bent and weird looking. You have your stupid little kid with his little dumb soccer ball on there for all your... Fucking dumb friends from the neighborhood to see when they come over to your house for your uh, adult toy party or whatever the fuck you have. And you're doing it on purpose. You're actively <laughs> using the remote to scroll the art out from the like 
the projector screen sitting on top and it's huge. It makes your huge TV already just so much huger <laughs> by having this massive thing sitting on top of it to barf out the art. Um, just an incredible, I thought the detail that it was his grandfather's life's work to come up with a stupid idea. Yeah, that's is, so funny. That's a, that's an incredible fucking detail. Um, so, so funny. Um, <laughs> I get the impulse. TVs can be very ugly. I mean, they're not wrong about that. Having a big TV here's the there. Thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. We watch over 35 hours of television per week, mm-hmm. not including the video games we play. So my TV art helps you put away the TV when you're done watching. Uh, okay. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, now that you put it like that, that actually is kind of cool. <laughs> um, how much? How much for this? Two hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred bucks for the super early bird. Two fifty for the early bird. Three hundred for the my TV art. You get uh, you get one choice of art there, which I think would pet the additional arts at one hundred and fifty bucks per art. After that, um, yeah. What they say it was uh, half the price of the full thing. Yeah. So I don't know if that. I mean, what I mean, what are we doing here? I don't know. And how do you expect me to like replace it? Like I'm snapping this shit. Is this a bit like a business model for you that you think works? You're going to see a lot of returns on this. People just buying new. I don't know. The first thing we're going to do is is, uh, license all of Botticelli's best work. Uh, (laughs) From there, we will figure out how to put it on top of somebody's uh, 54 inch 720p Sanyo that they have uh, hanging up in their guest bedroom or whatever the fuck. I mean, how you get from A to C on this is is truly anybody's guess, but uh, this guy's grandpa managed to do it, um, and I don't and I don't think it I don't think it works I don't think it works out. It it uh, and how do you even get to the point where you try to figure out which size of print goes on your TV? That part they don't even touch on. Yeah, because are... most televisions with our unique bracket system and set top art uh-huh. holder, my TVR can fit almost any flat screen up to eighty-two inches diagonal. Meaning they just make it big as fuck, and it just goes over the fucking thing and whatever. Yeah, it's just a big picture that hangs there, is what that means. So you know, you could achieve the same effect by just like rolling up a map in front of your TV Just when you walk put away put a sheet over your fucking television. That's truly all it is. Put a sheet <laughs> on there. Get a cool design uh, um, and yeah. then just dump it on top of the... Do what I do and just remove the TV from your house because it's they have uh, a lot of these devices and stuff have radio transmitters in them and they're transmitting it all the time and they don't tell you about it. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I, you know what? I actually came up with something a while ago. I, I started calling it the idiot box um, <laughs> a little while ago. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, because, you know, it turns you into one. You know, you watch it too damn much. Um, 658 bucks of $8,000. Five backers, 24 days to go. This one ain't for me. I'll just watch the normal. I'll just watch the TV on there, basically, is what I'm going to do with it. And then when I'm done, I'll turn it off and I'll walk away. Yeah, yeah. This one actually is for me, and I love it, and I'll be back. Looking forward to whenever it comes out, yeah, or whatever it is. Or whatever happens with it, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, well, that's the six-pack. Now it's time to read an email. It's time for That's Where You Come In. You're gonna want to contact YKS. You're gonna want to talk to Mike and JF. 
gonna wanna call 802-359-PISS Send them something at their mailing address 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin Tennessee, 37066 They got a Gmail, it's the name of the ship Twitter's at your Kickstarter and that's it You're gonna wanna contact YKS You're gonna wanna let them know you exist Leave a little message for Mike and JF YKS bot on Instagram for grill pics Okay, Mike, you heard all that shit, and it's true as well. So let's go to the email inbox here from Gabe. It says, hey, Mike and JF, I used to listen to the show in the car during my 45-plus minute commute to and from work, which gave me plenty of time to stay caught up on the regular episodes and the bonus episodes. Since I've been working from home due to the pandemic, I still listen when I can, but I've fallen way behind because I can't really justify just sitting in my living room listening to you guys talk for three to four hours every week. Um, and I would just say you could leave it on in the background for like pets. A lot of times animals will enjoy the sounds of our voice. Um, if you have, yeah, we'll be, we'll be dead honest with you. We get the analytics on it. Whoever's listening, even nobody's listening. We get a little scratch. Yeah. For yeah. ourselves. In so. all seriousness, do play the episode. If you, if you have like a, if you're caring for like an elderly family member or friend, um, Go over there and just put our shit on. Um, and don't go too far back. The recent <laughs> stuff helps the most. So just like the last month. It's like if you can go back and listen to like one, like one, it was 189. Just listen, start with like 186 and just start like blaring that crap to like all of the old people in your neighborhood. Yeah. Um, that would help us out quite a bit. Um, he continues, that said, I still do want to know what's the latest in the world of YKS. So maybe you guys could just fill me in on what's currently happening with the show. For reference right now, I just finished episode 165 from September 7th. Mike is currently dealing with his neighbors trying to pay him back for lawn care. And Jesse doesn't appear to be doing anything of note. At the rate I am going, I expect to be where you guys are now, sometime around August 2021. Please let me know what has happened between then and now so I can stay up to date. Thanks, Gabe. So I don't know how to answer this question. I'm not sure I understand what he's asking. We're supposed to... Yeah, wants to catch up. He wants the cliff notes. But how yeah. do we catch up on this? If we catch up on the stuff that's already happened, he will have heard it before he gets to this, right? I don't know. Because if you're going <laughs> chronologically, you're going to hear the stuff that's already happened before you get to this point, right? Oh, yeah. So maybe he just wants to catch up and then he'll hear about it later? Well, but we can't catch up on stuff that hasn't happened yet either, right? So I feel like in either direction, there's really no way to catch up. Most confusing email we've ever gotten. So I guess let's just, I guess maybe let's just give a succinct thing of where we are now. Um, Gabe, uh, as you're uh, hearing this, I don't know where you are or when you are. Um, right now it's 11.49 p.m. on Saturday, February 20th, 2021. Um, I've just finished my AHA Lime Plus Watermelon Sparkling Water. I'm very, very hot. I've rolled my sleeves up. I continue not to have done anything of note. Um, oh, you know what? Today, today I did do something kind of nice. I did, um, I, I switched over from deadlifts to rack pulls and I did, I did some rack pulls today and I, I pulled up a lot of weight with my little back and I felt really happy about that. So that's what's up. That's what, uh, that's what I've done today. Mike, I know had a nice Reuben. Yeah. I also did a little workout of my own self. I got my car stuck in the snow and I had to push uh my car out which is more of a real world uh yeah weight training than what you're doing you're doing like a regimented 
mm. you know, by the book, Poindexter type thing, and I'm doing more of like a. <laughs> well, you're kind of like a the John world, Henry the type. World is, the world is my gym. <laughs> That's so fucked up because I feel like you said the snow thing, but we didn't even tell him that we had the big snowstorm. So, like, now he's lost again. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, do we tell him about the time we got into a gunfight? Or should we skip over or what? I mean, this is... There's too, too much has happened. There's too much, dude. Like, there's too much to fucking talk about. Just listen to every episode as it comes out, and then we don't have to deal with this. Jesse, bu- Jesse bumped a guy in a nightclub. The guy was uh, a huge drug dealer. We got into a big... I mean, I don't know how to sum this up. Is this too... We'll do it next week. Hey, guys. I was wondering if you're ever going to do Sucker Punch for Jesse Wary. I'm watching it now, and it is just the dumbest fucking pile of dog shit that I've ever watched. So I figure that that he'd like it. That's my input. You guys probably love this. Thanks. 